This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service and Fish House Rentals. Are you looking to plan your next ice fishing adventure? Well, look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is the place to be. There are over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji. Come drop a line at Becoming a Fishing Legend. While on your fishing adventure, explore the hundreds of well-groomed snowmobile trails that Bemidji has to offer. Don't forget to take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Bathe the Blue Ox. Bemidji, bigger fish and better stories. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. I'm Chuck Hassey, a Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country. Checking in with Brian Grove Rosedahl of Rose Guide Service because it is ice fishing season, and that's what's one of the things he is all about. Bro, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Kevin. Well, we had uh, some really nasty weather as far as ice making goes. It was looking beautiful, and we just got dumped with all that snow. But thankfully, from your perspective as an ice angler, this cold weather should help uh, penetrate that snow and get that ice thicker. Absolutely. Snow is the insulation uh, for, for everything, and uh, even loggers who have to get back in the swamps, they'll find out that no matter how cold the weather is, that snow keeps the swamps unfrozen and they can't, they can't get in there. Well, the same on the lakes. But over time, it gets to the slush. And uh, deeper lakes have less ice and have the most slush. The snow sunk the ice on deeper lakes. And uh, it's it's different everywhere, but I, I'm seeing some places only have about a couple inches of water under the snow. And others, uh, if you don't have a long, super long track sled, you might get buried if you don't have studs on it. So tread with caution. And we've got good ice on the big, shallower lakes. Uh, Winnie's... Uh, lake that's not super deep but it has uh, some deeper depth but on bigger waters we get pressure ridges so I still I tell everybody snowmobile's the way to go and uh, you know in a partner system um, uh, tracked four wheelers are awesome right now this is fine stuff for those and even side by sides though remember they get really heavy when their tracks get filled with slush plus gear and full of people now you got a small car really when you're using those Yeah. Um, but we got we had some great ice development. If we didn't have that, we'd be really out. But uh, I think we're going to be good. And fish are biting. They're really biting. Before the snow, they were kind of uh, fickle. They would, there was a lot of drive-bys on my Mega Live where you'd see them come in and just keep going. And and uh, now with snow, they're getting a little more aggressive. And uh, most of the area lakes, and this is all throughout Bemidji Park Rapids, down to Mille Lacs, up to the, the border, are full of little perch. And little perch are the big stop sign for walleye feeding patterns. They just they feed up on them, uh, and it makes it a little tougher, but so match uh, what they're feeding on. And uh, we found that the, the glass buckshot and perch patterns have been the best. You know, and if you're up at red, red glow, but 
it's uh, fishing has been fantastic. Yeah, I know the bite was really, really strong, and of course, and a lot of people have been delayed because all that snow fell. What, what, how, how does that make you feel when you see that? I, uh, I want to see everybody get out and have fun and fish. And in the old days, people went, and there's a lot of people walking. And older, you know, in the old days, they used sleds. They used that primarily, and some used ATVs, but it was mostly sleds. And there's a whole group of people waiting to, to drive out. When driving starts, then you'll see more angling hours on the ice. And then there's people that want to use their, they just got a new ice castle, Yeti, uh, Firebrand, whatever kind of fish house or uh, glacier. I mean, they're in Bemidji, and they want to take those up. But mm-hmm. you still got to go fishing. Uh, you can't just wait for RV time. You know, uh, I'm a I'm a portable type of guy, and I run an otter fish house, and uh, we go set up anywhere we want to. And uh, the the key thing is, um, you know, there's a lot of ways to go, and some people use snow bears, and some people. I've had track trucks in my life, and sometimes simple's better. <laughs> yeah, just one big track under a snowmobile, but does make a big difference. I was hitting some slush, and if I didn't have those spikes on that track, uh, you could have got stuck. But, uh, you know, just have a way to get out. Now there's so much stuff to make our lives easier, you know, clothing and boots and and, and fish monkey gloves. You know, you don't have to worry about freezing, but if you do get stuck in slush, you got to have a way to pull yourself out. And a simple little kit wouldn't hurt to have under your seat uh, a pull-zall or some kind of a winch system, and you can get all different types of stuff, or you can get one attached to your sled, but uh, you can go pretty much anywhere in the north country with those, and pretty soon, with this cold weather below zero, it does permeate through that snow, and it eventually will freeze that slush, and just make it thicker, and uh, this is going to be a great winter, uh, let's not get too much, too much more snow, and you're going to see uh, vehicle traffic, but it's going to take, I'm, I'm kind of predicting a little bit more towards New Year's on, on most area lakes, but if you want to go, and take that, that cool fish house out, go to Red Lake. Go to Red Lake and watch for Lake of the Woods. It's, it's a little colder up there, and they develop ice like crazy. <laughs> well, Lake of the Woods and, and Red have uh, have had a lot of pressure and a lot of uh, fishing hours put on them over the last few winters. It's amazing. And, you know, Lake of the Woods has its built-in sanctuaries on the Canadian side, and there's there's a lot of migration. And Red Lake, the same. You know, there's a gigantic area that doesn't get fished on that kind of level. So uh, without that, even a big body of water can can get burnt out. And I've seen it many times uh, in my existence uh, as a guide where lakes get fished out. And you, you think it wouldn't happen, but when your classes disappear, the perfect decent-sized fish, there's a good sign. And uh, Bemidji's a factory. I couldn't imagine how good that lake would be if it was somewhere remote uh, because it takes a huge amount of scientific ice pressure with roads and houses and and uh, it is still pumping out fish and mm-hmm. got jumbo perch which is a true sign of water quality jumbo perch don't exist any just in any place uh, we're kind of in this little belt up here that has the perfect forage uh, if you go south Malax has them but there's not a lot of lakes outside of our area that produce consistent jumbo perch as well as walleyes the um the area is of course amazing for fishing amazing for ice fishing it just doesn't seem to, to run out of fish, fortunately. Uh, one of the other interesting things, though, that's happening, bro, is just this, this growth of uh, species of fish people are interested in. You know, now that we're into the ice fishing season, uh, there's a whole group of people that didn't exist 10 years ago, or, or maybe were a lot quieter 10 years ago, who just love going for eel powder, for example. Oh, absolutely. Eel powder are really cool fish. And I never understood as a kid why people hated them so bad. They used to throw them and litter them on the ice, and you'd see piles of them by 
rental houses or uh, wheelhouse communities. And now with one's laying on ice, I, I see people door knocking. Hey, do you want that fish? Well, yeah, I want that fish. You know, so people stop throwing them outside on the ice because they don't want people trying to get them. It's a little uh, piece of gold in, uh, in, in Minnesota, and it's a bigger fish, and it has a, a, a fleshy texture that's different than everything else. They call it like lobster, but let's just say it's firm texture and is good no matter how you cook it. You could fry it. You could boil it. You could boil it in 7-Up. Some people do that. Um, and then dip it in butter for the lobster effect. Mm. But I've never eaten eel pulp. That wasn't good. Plus, there's people starting to chase more trout. And we have trout lakes scattered throughout the area, little ones. And I'm seeing more traffic on those. And it's it's a it's great seeing uh, all these different generations going out and enjoying them. And trout are really cool. They swim by like crazy. They're swimming all over the place. And... And so it, you kind of put a nil factory to technology because even if you could scan them or see them in, on Mega Live, they're gone and then they're back and they're gone. So that's, it's, it's a neat thing. Um, so there's there's a lot of a lot of fish and those eel pout are available on Bemidji, Cass, Winnie, and we're starting to see lakes that haven't been uh, fished much for them that are just kicking out piles of them. And so you find a lake that hasn't received a lot of pressure, you're going to be an eel pout heaven. Uh, they are, they do bend a little bit to fishing pressure because there were times you could go on Bemidji and you could catch pouches anytime you want, all the time. Now you have to really know what you're doing, uh, but there are other lakes that are starting to get taps for pout. Of course, Lake of the Woods is, is a mecca. Um, the Great Lakes have untapped eel pout. When I did a photo shoot in Green Bay, we caught giant eel pout and nobody fishes for them over there. It's crazy. <laughs> and so there's a lot of eel pout destinations around that haven't been tapped but we got it made here in this area because we don't have to go that far on the ice to get to them you can go out half a mile a mile and a lot of your deeper lakes do have eel pout but it's a it's a northern region thing so we have it all to ourselves well what's what's kind of weird about it bro is uh unlike the other fish that you catch this one although you stumble upon them occasionally during soft water this is primarily a hard water fish absolutely they they thrive in cold water they spawn in cold water, and everything in the lake eats them. So they're hunted. I mean, they're they're a smaller when they hatch. They're smaller than your average hatched fish, and they're a target for everything out there. Perch eat them, uh, tulabies eat them, whitefish eat them. Of course, walleye, northerns, uh, and many anglers find them uh, when they're you know uh, a year you know a year old or two years old uh, in the bellies of the fish they clean, and uh, their eggs. The perch eat their eggs, and of course. Uh, uh, whitefish and, and uh, tulabies follow them around. So when they're getting ready to spawn, a lot of other fish move in, and they spawn in the car flats where there's good hard bottom and rocks. So steep edges that lead to that are always good. But that's that's not up until about February, and it varies from lake to lake depending on depth. And I think angle of the sun is a big triggering mechanism, but snow depth always changes everything. And I've always liked years where we have a lot of snow. If you get clear ice, fish get spooky. And it's going to be an exceptional ice year this year for fishing. A little bit of snow never hurts anything. Okay, so um, I run cold, so I like warm weather. But there gets to be a time when it's it's even too warm for me. You run hot. You like cold weather. I know you love ice fishing because of that. That does it ever get too cold for you? Well, I find you know if you freeze your fingertips over and over, and I've I've had frostbite when I fished up in uh, Thunder Bay, Canada. Uh, it creeps up on you sometimes you don't know and then all of a sudden your your skin starts turning black i'm like whoops i think i got too cold that time (laughs) or your skin falls off 
even if you have if you've got it covered, if it's a thin thin cover, if you're out in that thirty, forty, fifty below stuff, uh, you gotta really be careful. And if you freeze your fingers enough, that's why I always tell people to wear fish monkey gloves. If you freeze your fingers enough, you will regret it. Now I'm losing a little circulation in my fingertips and I deserve it. But I tough it up and I, I just love ice fishing. And look how beautiful the area is. All that wet snow stuck to the trees mm-hmm. and it, it looks like a a postcard when you're going into fish. So we, we get that, you know, if you're taking a snowmobile down a trail onto a lake, you've already done something that everybody would like to do, to take that ride on the snowmobile, but you're going out there to catch fish. So you get the best of both worlds, and uh, it, we're, we're lucky here because you don't have to fish by people. There's thousands of lakes in this region. There's there's a ton of lakes all around Bemidji, Grand Rapids, all the way up to Vermilion, and, uh, you know, Park Rapids has dynamite bodies of water down to Brainerd and Brainerd there isn't a lack of fish there Gull is absolutely full of walleyes and uh, and it's got some nice crappies around there so there's great resources up here and uh, very commendable to the the DNR for taking care of them and uh, let's protect them you know so and one thing I will say everybody pick up your trash or yes when you're on the ice and don't leave anything behind or you're going to have more regulations yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think the uh, the one thing that makes it nice for people and people more flexible to get out there, first of all, some of the, the cool new things like the electric augers that are a lot lighter than hauling the old gas auger, and then the, the, the clothes. I mean, you used to have to wear like 60 pounds. You know, Now it's, it's pretty lightweight but still keeps you really warm. That, that makes it easier for people to be flexible and get out on the ice too. Absolutely. And some of the coolest things, like Reaper hoodies, if your face is getting cold, you could roll it right up to your eyeballs in this little breathing hole. So on a hoodie, because uh, I like just wearing a hoodie if I'm sweating. And, but, you know, I don't drilling holes is so easy. I remember I used to trudge and drill. Now I, I, I have a term for it. We call it razoring holes because uh, it just cuts like a razor. And, yeah. uh, and, and they, with these uh, synthetic bits, you can, you can use them on a 40-volt. You can use them on your hand tools in the garage. And there's only there's only one company you can do both that and that's one I support. But uh, it's, it's made life easier. Uh, and even some of the, uh, the suits out there, uh, I, I have, uh, I'm with AFCO, so I have uh, all kinds of different designs. But I'm still running their, uh, their rain suit, but it's insulated. But they have so much. If you've got good insulate and waterproofing, you're set. And if you're an active angler, you don't have to be uh, so layered in clothes that you can't move. And that's, that's the cool thing now um, is... There's no reason to get cold. Your fingers still get cold because <laughs> you're gripping and grinning with fish. Uh, you know, and when it's really cold like this, I, I tell people on the fish you throw back, don't let their eyes freeze. And how do you do that? Just have have your phone or camera ready and just be ready to hold them down the hole because you're getting cold fingers is better than their eyes freezing. And uh, you get a big walleye and you freeze his eyes and his sides. That's going to be a, a messy, tortured fish for a long time. Mm. And a lot of them will die even if being cut. So. Um, just photo fish and throwback fish. Be cautious and try to take pictures in a house. So when we're in our otter houses, I'll just unzip a door, and there's a door in every corner there. And I'll be outside and I'll bring the camera in and take pictures, especially when it's below zero. Much more to come with Brian Ice, including a holiday fast five. I'm Bro Rosedale, proud to help educate Kevin Jackson on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored in part by Bumaji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. 
Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu This is Dick Beardsley, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Pro Brosdahl is my guest. We are talking ice fishing and the challenges associated with it. And one of the other cool things we have, bro, in this day and age are those float suits. Well, yeah, the, the, the real trick is it's don't put yourself in that situation. And, uh, you know, it, it's good to have that kind of uh, thing. But you yeah. better have some sweat. If you're floating and you can't get back on the ice, and that's the reason not to be too bulky because you got to be able to roll up on the ice. And I've had some incidences um, where I've helped people out of vehicles and people that have gone through the ice. And I've, I've slipped through myself, and I had spikes. And, you know, just just be ready for the worst, and it won't happen. You know, so I always have some, some rope with me, a throw cushion, and, and I have some spikes. Because your fingernails just don't work when you're panicking and you're cold. And uh, uh, if you fish a lot and you're out to get photos and stuff, just, just pack the stuff. It's light and it doesn't hurt anything. Okay. Well, you, you t- touched on it earlier, but uh, what are some of the hot waters right now? Uh, what fish are biting right now, and what is the hot presentation? Well, right now, uh, Red Lake is really good this year, and, you know, move around a little bit until you find them before you set up. And uh, the glass buckshot spoon has been really hot up there. The red glow, and I'm hearing some people are using uh, the perch patterns and, and the green and glow works really well. But... Uh, that's been a really good lake right now, and obviously Lake of the Woods is on fire when you get out there because there's thousands of fish that are untouched, and then when we go out there, it's it's unbelievable, good action. Uh, Winnie's uh, getting a good, the perch are getting nicer. There's not the huge populations of big perch like there used to be, but they bite. Uh, but Mitchie's got a good perch population right now. Uh, Leech has a lot of big fish in it. Uh, one of the best destinations if you're out for trophy-sized walleyes, and they're not always deep. But just remember, when you're drilling holes, don't over-drill and then quiet down because our waters are super gin clear right now. And I noticed this fall, with a lack of rain, all the bog-stained areas on Winnie, on Leech, on other lakes are clear this year. So, And Winnie's been good for a smaller eater-sized walleyes. Uh, but the perch, you get one here, one there. But at least they bite. You know right away, and then, you, then nothing. If you wait a long time, you'll get other waves. But it's more of a run-and-gun for perch there. And leech has some giant perch in it right now. Uh, but there again, it's a run-and-gun thing. If you find a school of perch on Bemidji, you can really get into good numbers. And uh, some of the smaller lakes have jumbo perch. I call them big, smaller lakes because they're not exactly small when they're 1,000 to 3,000 acres. Um, but they grow perch and, and have good forage in them. And those are better uh, lakes for schools of fish. Uh, there's there's a bunch of them around. And as far as panfish go, there's, they're, on, they're on all the lakes. The crappies are on the edge of the deep basins. And not so much that the, the, the really good lakes are in that uh, high teens to low 20s with their panfish. And these are roamers, the big ones. If you want schools of panfish, you can always find small ones in schools in the basins. But some of those bigger crappies and gills, they roam the flats and eat bloodworms. All right. Well, what what is your favorite fish to ice fish for? I absolutely love bluegills, panfish. I like bites. And mm-hmm. walleyes are biting like crazy, and I know I can get a bunch of them. It's like a panfish to me because it's it's something that's action. And uh, you got to check out Northland has uh, some pre-rigs. Some of my designs, the bloodworm, and they come pre-rigs so you don't have to try to figure it out because it's, you know, these are little tiny baits that are tungsten, 
but the pre-rigs have uh, bloodworm, and that's where the impulse pre-rig. You can see them at all the stores. Uh, Mayfly, uh, and then if you just want to add bait, get a gill getter, mud bug, or a small forage spoon, or a little little uh, glass buckshot works great for big crappies, and, and bluegills will eat them too. So uh, you, you can't beat it. Just get a few different colors. Um, it's the cheapest part of your trip with gas and even owning a truck right now, it's cheap to pick up tackle, load up on tackle, and uh, get get the family out and have a meal of fish, uh, and uh, just just enjoy it because what we have here is unique, and I hear it all the time from people visiting the area; they love it here. Well, if too many people love it here, it's going to be pretty crowded. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody I talk to loves it here, and they want to come here. And uh, but it it truly really is a great place, and uh, this the whole area is. Uh, close to Red Lake, uh, Lake of the Woods. And then even if you want to go out of state, Devil's Lake is not a full day away. It's just four hours, you know. Right. So there, there's all kinds of destinations nearby. And if, if we get enough cold, remember this, people, if you don't like cold, remember. If it stays below zero and Lake Superior freezes, you know where I'm going to be because <laughs> there you can get uh, bohos and lake trout right in town. And that's a really cool thing, a cool resource. Yeah, absolutely. that is it's, it's something unique that uh, I think more people should probably take advantage of. Uh, but it's hard to get all the way over there when there's so many good things going on. You know, much closer to homes. So I think that kind of. Oh yeah, it has to be. It has to be a really killer. Uh, I have to get a killer report from some buddies before I'll go there, and and they'd have to prime me away because <laughs> you know I'll, I'll be I'll be targeting and trying to catch that every base of two palm bluegill, and I know they're in the area. I ain't gonna keep it, and I ain't gonna keep anything unless it's under nine inches. And we don't always eat bluegills. Plenty of walleyes and perch to eat. Just yeah. like looking at them, and they don't exist everywhere. Right, right. All right, so, bro, it is the season. Uh, whether, whether it's hard water or soft water, what are the great gift ideas for the angler on your list? Oh, this, this is a great one. Uh, razor augers, they're the, the most inexpensive, and they take care of anything, any questions or anything. Razor augers are super inexpensive, and if you've got a hammer drill, this would be perfect. Uh, gift and kids and kids, women, everybody loves it. It just they they feel so easy. We call it razoring holes. Uh, if you want a really nice gift, a hummingbird mega live ice bundle because you can see forward viewing, you can see out to the side. Plus, it has everything else that none of the other companies have. Plus 360. You could just take two wires apart and screw on the 360, so you can use both, which is really cool. So that's a super gift. But one thing everybody loves. It's Aquaview underwater cameras, and now the 722 or 822 Aquaview are like little tablets with super bright screens. And on the 822, you can run it on a big screen in your house. So Aquaview 722 or the 822, if you're running a big screen, these are some really good gifts ideas. And then if you don't want to spend that kind of dough, Fish Monkey Yeti gloves, and it's, it's something that I help design. The Yeti gloves are designed for this kind of weather. Don't stay inside. Get out there and. Super great stocking stuffers, and I mean, Yeti gloves will fill that stocking. Um, and then tackle, yeah, can't be tech. You don't get an assortment of Northlake glass buck shots, some coffin spoons. But don't forget the Brobuck spoons, and I like them not just because of the name, <laughs> but they're just a great bait for basin dwelling panfish and walleyes. Then load up some impulse free rigs for panfish. Buy some Gamma Katsu colored hooks for the set lines, the live bait lines. Uh, that those are some super great gifts, and I think uh, there, there's nothing there that I mentioned that people wouldn't be ecstatic over. Okay, very cool. And then, 
Yeah. Uh, Otter, Otter Hub House. Mm. You know, if you already have a hard house, pick up a hub. They have the big front door. You can walk in with a bucket on each side here and right into the door because it's a big door. And it's one of my companies that I, I absolutely love them because I'm not suffering out there. I'm toasty warm in my Otter all day. And you give a, any of these gifts, you're gonna they're definitely going to love you for it, and then they'll take you fishing, whoever you give it to. Whether, whether your wife is the avid angler, you'll have that Otter, or the husband, they ha- they'll have the Otter, and they'll be hitting, hitting the lakes, and you get to go with. <laughs> yes. Well, bro, for those who, who love the, to give, uh, you know, fun ex- uh, fishing excursions to people or themselves, uh, you still got some ice fishing trips left? I have some. I don't have a lot of dates, okay. uh, believe it or not. But uh, definitely uh, just look up brosguideservice.com. I'd be glad to take you out on Winnie Cass. Uh, not so much leech. I live uh, a little bit north in the area. But Winnie Cass, uh, Black Duck, uh, maybe Bemidji Island in those areas. Okay. And, of course, it's uh, it's time to get uh, thinking about next summer and when people want to do in the summertime. Obviously, they can book a trip with you right now for that, too, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is a good time to book for summer. I still have a ton of openings, but stuff is filling. The key dates are filling fast, and I'll, I'll take you out. We'll go hammer some walleyes in a tricked-out technological lund. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Very nice. <laughs> it's good time. Before we let you go, I've got a Christmas Fast Five for you. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Question number one. What is the traditional Bro Brosdahl Christmas meal? Uh, we have rough grouse, venison, and then a pile of other side dishes. And then, of course, a little eggnog with a little something, something in it. <laughs> that sounds awfully good. All right. Well, what what is your favorite Christmas treat? Oh, I would say I, I love stuff. And you can tell by my, my, my thick rosy that I'm a left I love left and, and it doesn't matter. I like it with everything but jalapeno. Okay. I'm, I'm with you. I love left Lefse is very, very oh, good. Man. All right, question number three. What is your favorite Christmas TV special? Um, I, I kind of like the great that stole Christmas. Uh, and, and it's all, all different uh, displays and how he gets rewarded by the power of good. And... Uh, you know, so it's, it's kind of a warm-hearted thing. And, uh, there are some horror movies that I watch, too, just for fun. But uh, but we don't want to talk about that now. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite Christmas carol? Oh, I would say uh, uh, probably, what that's a tough one. I would say uh, uh, Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell it, Jingle Bell Rock is cool because it's... It, it, it's, it's hip, and it's moving, and you can dance to it. Absolutely. You know when you, which one you hear. And, of course, and you're a great dancer, I'm guessing. I'm pretty good. I yeah. think I am. I think people leave wherever I'm dancing from. Um, but uh, I, I like to think I am. And then, of course, now I don't. But if I have some eggnog, I will think I'm good. <laughs> I do have confidence on the floor. <laughs> nice. Good for you, man. Well, they'll leave the floor. <laughs> All right, final question. We're not a confessional show, so I'm not asking for your serious, you know, New Year's resolutions. This will be, what is your fishing New Year's resolution? Fishing resolution, I, you know, besides my typical chasing big bluegills, but I guide for perch and walleye. But I want to fish a little bit more trout, and I want to go on small lakes, some of these shield lakes, and, and fish for uh, brook trout, uh, a little bit uh, rainbows, 
and stuff like that that are stocked in a bunch of lakes in our north country. He is Brian Bro Brosdahl. Uh, we talked about getting booked for the summer and still for the winter. How's the best way to uh, get a hold of you and get something set up? Yeah, just go to brosguyservice.com and we'll figure out a date that works for both of us. And uh, everybody have a Merry Christmas. I appreciate you having me on here. All right, bro. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you as well. Yeah, be safe on the ice. If, if just remember to bring some equipment for helping if something happens. But a toe strap also is nice, even if you're with machines. That's it for this week. I'm Kev Jackson. Have a very Merry Christmas and be safe. I want to take a moment to say thank you for spending time with us every week on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Whether it be the radio show or the podcast, I really do appreciate it. We get a lot of kind words from listeners. I truly appreciate that as well. And a very special thank you to the many, many, many great people working in the outdoor business, working for the Department of Natural Resources, working in many other ways that spend time and inform us on the show. It is truly appreciated. Again, thank you for taking the time. There's a lot of choices. I'm glad you choose us. And we will talk to you next week. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plug Door Chris Howard. University of Michigan QB J.J. McCarthy makes bold predictions but doesn't fulfill them, and Ohio State kicker Noah Ruggles misses an opportunity to etch his name in Buckeye lore. Fans love their teams and the players. That is, until they don't. When it comes to finger-pointing, you'll find no greater antagonist than the fan. Why? Because it means more to them, or so they believe. As a former player, nothing angers me more than armchair charlies accusing the teams of overlooking opponents or blaming players for providing bulletin board material. But leading up to the game, the fan is the one talking the most, boasting the most. When the team is winning, it's a lot of we talk. But when the team loses, it turns into they lost. You will never know what those moments feel like because you didn't put in the work to earn those feelings from those moments. That's the great thing about being part of a team. You win as a team, you lose as a team. We cry, we console our brother, we don't point the finger, we go back to work, back to the early morning workouts, the hill sprints, back to the bloody noses and broken bones. Why? Because it really means more to us. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen. And galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at Gravitationally Bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.